often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 577. I am your host, Josh Albert. And I am recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse. Up in the upstairs, as always. And I guess what you'd call the master bedroom, but I feel, you know, knowing the history behind that term kind of fucked up i'm in my bedroom (laughs) i mean if you're unaware of the history of why they call it the master bedroom dates back to slavery times and of course it was the master's bedroom not so fun fact and uh so yeah great (laughs) great positive note to start out with my trusty sidekick agent fox Mulder. i think is behind me somewhere or at least he was he might be, you know, popping in from time to time. As uh, he likes to do that, he he tends to do that, and uh, we'll see if that happens. As uh, oh, you know what? It just occurred to me. I should probably put my phone. Oh, it is on silent. I already did. I I was thinking ahead. Here lately, I've been uh, failing to do that to put the old phone on silent. But uh, as uh, it worked out today, yeah, you know, <laughs> I was thinking ahead doesn't happen much you know i work a lot a lot of hours and uh brain isn't always firing when i hit record it's, there's a lot going on you know there's a lot going on i uh yesterday i did uh i got i just uh purchased the texas chainsaw massacre game and well actually i got it thursday night and then uh yesterday was friday and uh i i finally played it on friday i downloaded it thursday night and uh um the game itself, you know, it it's enjoyable, I guess. I was shit. I was fucking terrible. <laughs> After a few rounds though, I was able to figure some shit out. Was, uh uh I'm afraid though with a lot of these horror games that they are often repetitive and I think just the best ones are already done. I think the best one like I like the Evil Dead game. That one, that one gets really repetitive. But I think my favorite's the Friday the Thirteenth. And unfortunately, you know that lawsuit uh, that transpired about who owned the rights to Friday the Thirteenth, the franchise, between the original writer and director of the film. And uh, believe that lawsuit's finally over. It was going through years, but shut down that game, and they were going to create more stuff for that game. Uh, They were, of course, going to put out Jason X. uh, You know, the when he went to space, that Jason. They were going to have a a stage involving that, and uh, we never got Freddy versus Jason. Jason. You know, there was there was a lot of shit. And it was just it was just a fun game. I mean, there was other characters from other movies they could have thrown in there. I mean, there was a lot they could have done. I haven't played the game in years, but after playing, you know, I haven't I haven't 
it's also uh, gun media that made Friday the 13th is behind this Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. So you got a lot of the, I you know, would imagine a lot of the same crew that made that game is behind this. I mean, they they love horror movies. And, uh, you know, I, I can't say that you know, I don't hate the game. <laughs> um, but I can already see it's just like, man, I don't know. I think I just have just a lot more love for Friday the 13th. There's the music. I mean, I've seen probably every Texas Chainsaw Massacre at this point. Um, uh, it's been a long time for since I've seen some of them, but um, which I, I enjoy the films. But uh, the Friday Thirteenth, I don't know what it is. The there's just something about that, and uh, the hockey mask is so iconic to me. Not that Leatherface isn't. Anyway, yeah. So uh, I did finally get around to playing it yesterday, and I streamed on Twitch, which. If you've been listening to this podcast for years, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but uh, I have uh, off and on going like, yeah, I'm going to start streaming on Twitch. And uh, then it, like, you know, maybe maybe I'll get on there once very briefly. And then uh, that'll be that. And then, for, you know, a year or two later, I'll be like, you know, I'm going to try to go on stream on Twitch. I'm going to stream some video game content. I mean, I got all the equipment to do so. And uh I didn't ever go on like full bore in, but uh, I streamed again on Twitch, and this is the first time I've streamed on there since having my new setup here with the three monitors. And uh, holy shit, that's a different ballpark. With the problem I had before, uh, only having the two monitors, and my secondary monitor was very small. And I've got it tilted to the side, so it's like even more narrow, and so it was like impossible, impossible for me to pull up the chat <laughs> on Twitch and to view to see if anybody was really watching my stream and to uh, interact with them, which is I think just completely defeats the purpose of streaming video games because you know chat, you know engaging with your audience, even if it's you know two to three people just defeats the purpose. Otherwise, you might as well just, you know, <laughs> I don't know, go and play a video game yourself. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I think the uh, interacting with whoever is playing the video games is, you know, that's, you know, more of what draws people in. Anywho, uh, so, uh, yeah, I having that on, and I was able to actually, I actually had a viewer that I chatted with uh, Jules there, uh, Jules, and, uh, <laughs> I was a little confused at first, because Jackman's son, is, his name is Jules, and I feel like he watched me on Twitch the first time I streamed, so I was, I didn't pay attention to the full name, I was like, holy, I thought it was him at first, and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm an idiot, <laughs> not the, I was like, oh, this is a stranger, so, but, uh, he, uh, coerced me into uh getting some better twitch uh layouts made and stuff and i'm gonna see how that turns out so i'll at least have some some uh, better artwork uh to my channel and uh <laughs> maybe a logo and such and uh i am uh you know optimistic about that let's see how the uh that whole works you know i i told the artist uh his artist friend, um, man, 
I'm terrible with names. Oh man, I've <laughs> I've got one thing is is really a pain. Uh, Francia is the uh, artist he suggested to me. Anyway, uh, she's going to be working on a logo and stuff for me. And <laughs> we'll we'll see how that turns out. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I, that was kind of cool, man. I I still would like to you know get more involved with the Twitch and then it would just, I mean, it would be cool to just have somewhat of a following. <laughs> Even if it's like, I like the streaming live aspect. Obviously, I mean, I've been podcasting for over a decade and uh, there's no interaction with whoever's listening. Um, early on, you know, we had, used to get like comments and stuff on the webpage uh and uh uh one or two emails <laughs> uh, there's there's still people that listen to this podcast all the time i look at the stats but it's i mean it's not a lot of people i've been doing this forever and uh to be honest though i mean i haven't tried in years to uh really put it out there more i feel like i've gotten better at certain things i'm able to, i mean i'm able to talk by myself for over an hour so that's something like early on I always had to have at least one or two other people to converse with and that almost never happens now oh which I've <laughs> Jackman's or not Jackman sorry uh, uh, Jimmy Crow Magnon who was on years ago um, had voiced interest in uh, doing some phone-ins but uh, we of course work together now and um We've been working overtime, and uh, I'm just trying to quickly pump out these episodes. Like, when we're both off on a Saturday again, I'll try to get a hold of him. You know, he's got he's got several of the uh, little ones running around, and, you know, he's a busy guy, you know. So, uh, but, I mean, he can phone in while they're doing stuff, and then, you know, and then maybe not even the full hour. Well, uh, you know, he's got some, <laughs> we've, we've got some stories, uh, and, but uh, it'll be good to have uh someone converse with again but anyway my point was again yeah like uh there's something cool about doing the live streams and having that um feedback like that uh or in the early days of the podcast i know people were pushing me to like do like a live back when you know we were excited about doing the podcast and all and there was uh, a crew of people involved uh <laughs> And uh, we had talked about, you know, renting a place and then doing a live podcast, but that sounded horrible to me. (laughs) We sort of did that, you know, uh, a little bit in the early days where there was a couple of, was it three, well, like two or three different parties that uh, basically did a live podcast from, and that shit's a nightmare. That was a nightmare Oh, I can't imagine if we would have rented a place and done a podcast and then invited a bunch of people. <laughs> like that would uh I don't know how well that would have turned out. <laughs> I just imagine me having like an aneurysm cuz there's man trying to get uh I'm I've been working now with, you know, audio stuff for a while. I've but I'm not the master at getting like the greatest sound and everything and in the early days sure as shit man and uh the part like uh what really is difficult i found 
if it's just me and a microphone, <laughs> I can usually figure it out and like get some good sound. And, uh, you know, I know how to properly talk into a mic. And if you have like one or two other people on with you, not a real big deal. You can, you know, hopefully find a decent place to place the mic. And, you know, give a little crash course on how to talk into a mic. It's not too terribly difficult. I mean, it depends on what type of mic you got. But uh, I'm, I use condenser mics. And uh, there's one side of the mic you talk into on these. And uh, the other side does not pick up sound. So you want to speak into the mic. And you want to be up close to it. I mean, you don't want your lips on the microphone. But... <laughs> on these mics because I don't want to turn the mic up, the gain up a lot to pick up all the background noise that's going on in the room. And so to try to get people to like get just, you know, right up on the mic and keep their mouth in front of the mic is like difficult enough when there's like two or three people, but holy shit, <laughs> when there's parties going on, there's drinking involved. No one's talking to the mic. They're like to the side of the mic talking like this, you know, in the back here. And it sounds like shit. And then like, hey, dude, like talking like it. it <laughs> in the early days, I would. Uh, this like this is probably why, you know, I needed could have used like a producer. Like because I, I would just get annoyed by the fact that having to keep reminding people like to please talk into the microphone. Like I feel like maybe I could have put signs up. <laughs> showed how to talk to mics or perhaps I should have gone with different mics that were omnidirectional or whatever, you know, and, uh, but then yeah, there's that problem, you know, cause I could have just cranked the gain up and then, uh, but then the sound's just going to be total shit to me. I feel like you grab a nice condenser mic, you just fucking get right up on it, turn the gain down low and whew. Ah, <sighs> I mean, even now, I mean, I get background sounds and stuff. I ended up recording in this room because it's just more convenient in here. I've got my computer desks set up in here, and uh, it seems like the room that I should podcast in. I had set up another my music room initially for the podcast. I have a fucking sound booth in the closet in there. I put foam on the walls and everything. Which, if you go in the sound booth, that's like the best audio. Problem is, it's right above the uh, air conditioner, that room. It's probably a bigger room than this, this one. And it's it's really, the layout of the room seems like a better option <laughs> for recording podcasts. Uh, and when I do have other people over, which has been pretty rare to do the podcast, but I still go in that room. And I do have some stuff over the walls, which was kind of the problem in there is sound is bouncing off the walls in there <clears throat> from the way that I guess because it's a lower ceiling in there and stuff. And just it was hard for me to mitigate the echoiness and shit in there for whatever reason. <laughs> As I did, I have done a few of these. It's been a long time, but I did in, in the closet in there. The audio is great, but you know, I can't look at my computer <laughs> and pull shit up and talk about it. It's a little weird. There's something weird about sitting in a dark closet <laughs> talking into a microphone. Although it gives me like flashbacks of when I, you know, 
went to the broadcast center and uh, was learning radio stuff. Shit. Basically to do this. You know, you'd go in a booth by yourself and just fucking talk into a microphone. Um, depending on what you're doing, uh, what the class was, there was the uh, audio production, which I would go into a booth and, and, and talk by myself. But a lot of times I was like editing music and stuff in there, making commercials. So I was doing more than just talking in there. But then there was other times where <laughs> you were supposed to record like a you reading a news segment and uh, or just like talking like this. And it would be like a half an hour you would do that if you were just doing the uh, on-air stuff. You would t- Well, I th- near the end of the course, I, I think it was a full hour you'd spend in the booth. And they had like a mock radio station set up. And it actually broadcasted inside the building of the broadcast center, which was a very small building. Um, but other students could just like hear it like they're hearing the radio. It's like you'd actually play songs. And so, I mean, you were initially on the radio. If I'm trying to, I think, I think, yeah, I think you did actually play the full songs. I'm trying to remember if, because a big part of learning the shit, the radio, I think you would, uh, I mean, I know you, you'd have to talk over music and stuff and they had like a log basically. Yeah. You went by a log that said what songs you were going to play and it would say exactly how many seconds you had to talk over a song before like the lyrics came in and you were to talk over the song, uh, before the lyrics. And it, I always felt like you had to say something poignant in like 17 seconds to go <laughs> with this music bed and then just like per you know perfectly pot that shit back up and uh I fretted over that so bad and I was I was not great at it um I mean I got better at it <laughs> I feel like if you know I worked at a radio station it wouldn't take me that long to uh to adjust <laughs> it was I don't know I just felt so much pressure like being in there that I that I had to nail everything. Like it was fine like being in the closet, which basically we were in closets. It was a little bit bigger than closets. It's a booth that we had to uh, record it. Like before they had the mock radio station because they had the full board and everything. You had a board that they would use at a radio station. And uh, it was set up just like a radio station. So, I mean, it essentially was. It just wasn't broadcasting anywhere besides that building. But uh, <laughs> even though it's you know it wasn't real radio, that like maybe four or five people could hear this <laughs> outside of this room. I put so much like uh, I was just so whacked out. Like when I'd go in there, like oh, I I mean listening back, I haven't listened to that shit in years. I don't think I'd want to listen to it. Um, but. I'm sure you could hear, like, this doesn't seem natural. <laughs> Which I often hear, though, when I listen to radio. And I hear that, you know, the people smiling. And I know the fake smiles. They're just trying to be your buddy. You know, we're best friends. I'd like to sell you something. Uh, <laughs> and I remember listening to some other students. Not, like, all of them. But I remember, I couldn't re- tell you the guy's name. And who knows, maybe he's, like, huge in radio now. 
I have no fucking clue. Um, but I remember one in particularly, like listening to him while, uh, I don't remember if it was while he was in there recording or maybe I later on heard his shit, but like, uh, he was just talking about the chair he was sitting in and (laughs) just getting going to just great detail. And he sounded so natural. I mean, this is just kind of like what he was in the moment, just like talking about this fucking chair. (laughs) And I was in, I was like, holy shit, I'm invested in this chair conversation. I don't know what the hell that sound was. Oh, you know what? I probably got a message on discord or something. I have my discord open. (laughs) Uh, anyway, uh, I have no idea. Like, I don't know if that even showed up in the recording because the the way I've got the, yeah, I don't think it did. There was a weird noise. My computer's making fucking noise. <laughs> anyway. Or it's Twitch. I've got Twitch open, although I'm not streaming on Twitch. As uh, Oh, I should mention, I mean, if you want to go find me on Twitch, my handle is... Uh, Clover Strife, all one word. Clover is in four leaf clover and strife, like gonads and strife or cloud strife to be more specific. That's kind of a, a take on the character Cloud Strife from Flight of Fantasy VII. And of course, I, you know, love me some four leaf clover, so Clover Strife. Anyway. <laughs> uh, there I go uh, digressing into tangent after tangent again uh what a what a crazy week it's been like uh i mean not for me personally (laughs) but uh yeah shit it was uh the smash mouth guy steve hartwell i think i believe is his name that passed away 56 like they had just put him on hospice he was in hospice for like what a week couple weeks maybe liver failure just bam uh i wasn't like a huge smash mouth fan I mean, holy shit, since he's died, though, I've had, like, Smash Mouth songs stuck in my fucking head. I, yeah, I mean, you can't get away from Smash Mouth. Uh, All-Star. I mean, that song is just fucking everywhere. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, anyway... Um, I would say my favorite uh, Smash Mouth song is Walking on the Sun. And, uh... Um, anyway. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Uh, damn it, that was not... <laughs> that didn't... I was trying to find, uh, anyway, I was trying to find the name of this one YouTuber that, uh, when I, whenever I think of the, the song All-Star. <clears throat> and man, I can't, ah, he was, he did this for years. And, uh, damn it. Maybe don't put YouTube in the search. Anyway, so, uh, for a week, it's not, (laughs) um, 
so yeah, I'd go uh, walking on the sun as I got distracted as I was trying to find this damn YouTuber. Um, I don't want AI. But screw you, AI. Uh, <clears throat> I go walking on the sun because that just that that nasally sound of burning. And uh, you know, and talking about what the fuck is going on here. Uh, that didn't help me at all. Um, damn it. There's a lot of people trolling people with the all-star song, but there was a YouTuber, uh, uh, that used to do that song all the time. And that was like every fucking, uh, do this all the time. And that's, I can't help but think of that. There we go. Maybe th- maybe this will find it. <laughs> nope, nope, they didn't find it. Um, <laughs> damn it! It's such a thing. Trolling in YouTube d- doesn't help. <laughs> there we go. That uh, that still didn't help me. Still didn't help me. Hmm. Uh, damn it! Yeah, I can't. I can't find it. I cannot. Um, <laughs> I wish I could. the The YouTuber actually uh, does uh, like legit covers of songs now. Um, but he would go on, and I want to say he did this for like three or four years, or not more. Um, and he had. A rather <laughs> um I want to say it was like he had a like a fairly large following even before he did like legit covers as he, he does a lot of drum covers now. Um But he started out he would say he was gonna do a cover of just whatever fucking song. Um and <laughs> Uh, it always like he'd start playing like the music. He'd like be playing the guitar, and it would be the uh, guitar part to whatever song. We'll just say like Everlong, you know, Foo Fighters, Everlong. But then he would start out with uh, <laughs> he would start out with the uh, you know, somebody, and then it would just go into that. It would just go straight into uh, Smash Mouths. All star, which uh, I man, yeah, I cannot find the name of that fucking YouTuber. That is driving me a bit mad. Um, damn you, damn you. That's uh, not not a good thing for me. You know, I was I was going strong <laughs> early in the podcast, and now I can't uh go any further. It's this. The search has unfortunately died, I think. Um I can see the guy in my head. I couldn't tell you what his uh what his name is. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> That's uh damn it. 
Now all you yeah, now when I search the shit too, it's like all this shit about Steve Hartwell dying. Or Steve Harwell, not Hart. Harwell. Harwell. <laughs> no T in there, Josh. No T. Uh anyway. Uh in lighter news. <laughs> see if I can remember how to sp- uh see Delta. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got this this other story pulled up. Oh, <laughs> uh, this this is funny to me. This is uh this is good shit. I I'm sure literally good shit. Um there was a Delta flight. Uh that uh this is oh, find a good sort. Oh no, 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 no. What am I clicking on? I am clicking on I did not mean to buy Listerine. What's going on there? What is going on there? Um, uh, I want to find a, a site that might have. Let's see. What, let's see what the British have to say about this story. <laughs> I feel like that might be somewhat entertaining. Um, it's on uh, BBC.com slash news. BBC News. Uh, see, Delta flight makes you turn over diarrhea incident. <laughs> That's fantastic. Man, I'm glad I was not on this flight. <laughs> see, a Delta flight from Atlanta to Barcelona. To f- flying to Spain was forced to turn around because of what pilot says was a biohazard issue after a passenger had diarrhea on board. <laughs> Media reports say. Flight 194 was two hours into its journey on Friday evening when the pilot reportedly asked to head back. That's still another two hours back. Fuck me. An audio posted to X, formerly Twitter. He said a passenger had had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. The plane was cleaned and flew to Barcelona the next day. They got back on the same plane? (laughs) We've had a passenger who's had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they went to us to come back to Atlanta, says the audio recording on X, allegedly from air traffic control. In a statement to the Insider website, Delta confirmed there had been a medical issue on board, which meant the plane had to return to Atlanta to be cleaned. Delta Flight 194 from Atlanta to Barcelona returned to Atlanta following an onboard medical issue. Our teams worked as quickly and safely as possible to thoroughly clean the airplane and get our customers to their final destination. Uh, I still think of the movie Final Destination when I hear that. That's not a good thing. <laughs> um, we sincerely apologize to our customers for the delay and inconvenience to their travel plans. Uh, the incident comes after some 11 passengers and crew hospital- were hospitalized last week following severe turbulence on Delta flight from Milan to Atlanta. Yeah, that's all. They didn't get into crazy details. I've seen um, Love It or Leave It. I uh, watched some of the shit on YouTube. Uh, John Love It. They do a, a live show. And uh, it's often entertaining. And uh, he, he did some funny jokes on the uh, diarrhea diarrhea incident. And uh, they showed some clips of like the shit going down the aisle. As uh, <laughs> I'm going to look at images. I shouldn't. Uh, as uh, man, what what is the 
you know what? I gotta look what see what the flight time between uh time Atlanta shit, I can't spell Atlanta to Barcelona. There we go. I wanna see what the total cause you're two hours in. Um trip.com. Let's just see. That's probably like a six hour flight. Uh ba 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 damn it. Just tell me. Look. Uh, I don't yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the straight flight is uh Ooh, nine hours and f nine hours and forty minutes. So it would have been another seven hours to get that. I imagine it would have been hard to clean up that shit. But still, two you just still had to deal with it for another two hours. So that's four. <laughs> I mean, are you really saving things by turning around that plane? I mean, they probably have masks on the plane anyway, right? <laughs> Why? I guess maybe the flight attendants aren't prepared to just tear up carpet. You'd think that the, uh, they would have some sort of, I don't know, response, you know, training to be like, okay, this is what happens if somebody shits all over the plane. This is what happens. I mean, this is an overseas flight. I mean, I would imagine literally a lot of shit could happen. <laughs> Man, how bad, like, there is literally, like, there. I'm looking at pictures that uh, I guess you can still call this tweeted out, even though it's not tweeting. It's considered posting now because it's X. Thanks, Elon Musk, for ruining everything. Um, but <laughs> there's pictures that po people posted, and there's literally shit on the carpet. And I can't help but wonder, like, did they have their pants down? Was this just straight liquid? Like, coming out of their ass, like, much like I had in Russia when it was shit coming out my ass, spraying out my ass. Is is this what was going on? As, uh, and, uh, man, how, it must have been straight liquid. I mean, I'm not, I'm just seeing, like, a brown mist on the, on the carpet in the middle of the aisle. And it looks like they put napkins over it, and they're just also covered in shit. <laughs> I want to get some, like, uh, f you know, I'd love to get some uh, first-hand, <laughs> uh, you know, re uh, not reenactments, but some, some witnesses to this. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's just, man, that's just fucking, fucking nuts. Uh that like what that would suck man i mean if you're going on vacation be one thing if you're like <laughs> just going home from vacation and be like well fuck i guess i got to call in like another extra day for work or whatever depending on what day you know <laughs> you're getting back you might have to take an extra day off work or something which you know is probably not the biggest deal but it would suck if you like you're on your way to vacation and in Spain, you know, we're like, oh, man, finally, you know, say it's like your first, you know, much like myself when I went to Russia uh, the first time. And, uh, like, I got uh, food poisoning and shit the bed, sprayed the bed, rather. 
thankfully, I I should be thankful it happened in my hotel room. <laughs> and it was just dime-sized. Well, it was about quarter. I think it was about quarter size. It's been, you know, close to a decade now, so it's hard for me to remember the exact size. But I think I remember being about quarter size-ish stain on the mat- on the uh, comforter that I ended up cleaning. And thankfully, that didn't happen to me on the plane in thin air with these beautiful flight attendants around and, uh, you know, spraying them. That that wouldn't have been good. I guess I should be thankful for that. But that would be horrible for anybody to be on board, like, to happen. (laughs) Like, uh, as you're, uh, you know, starting your vacation, like, holy shit. Like literally, this is this is not good. And what if you got like E. coli from it? You know, I mean, you were breathing this in for a couple of hours, at least two hours. <laughs> if you were, what what is a plane doing? Like, is this a fully booked flight? Do they, you know, are they? <laughs> are they <laughs> uh, oh, there's oh, let's there's a Reddit. Oh, let's read the Reddit. Uh, Reddit, so, oh, this is the video. This is the video. I got to hear some audio here. This is, oh, there's, they're just walking down the aisle. There's, uh, that's not really. Oh, this is the aftermath. This is after everybody got off the plane. This, <laughs> this is several aisles, man. Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's read, I mean, Reddit. I love me some Reddit. Um, <laughs> Uh, aliens. It's a, I can't help but feel bad for this person who suffered this. I feel bad for the passengers too, of course, but whoever that was likely had one of the worst days of their entire lives. Hopefully passengers are compensated and the person is doing okay. I don't think I'd fly on a plane again after that. Just saying. I'd be like, you know what? I have PTSD from this situation. I feel like I immediately have to shit just thinking about it. <laughs> uh yeah. Um. Oh, is this true? Tater Mater says, I just realized it's Diarrhea Awareness Week. It runs until Friday. <laughs> Travelers for Life says, you're shitting me. No shit. Runs, eh? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a this is a good question, and this brings me uh, violiave, violiave. I don't know. I don't know if that's even like a, that's just random letters put together. It's almost like viola, but there's an i before the a, and then there's a v at the end. It's weird. Anywho, uh, writes. I was wondering about this. Did they get the chicken or the fish? I wonder. And that, I do believe, is a reference to Airplane, the movie, that is, where, of course, I think it was the fish that was giving everybody (laughs) food poisoning, which is what ended up doing me in, not the fish, but thinking about Airplane, (laughs) when I was eating the meal on the airplane, I kept thinking about it, man, I don't want to get sick on this airplane, which I didn't get sick on the airplane. Uh, oh. 
But I kept thinking about that, and lo and behold, I got fucking sick when I got to the hotel room. It, you know, it's like I. It was a self fulfilling prophecy, um, which <laughs> the same Violiev quits back with. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, there. Oh then there's all kinds of quotes to airplane. This is perfect here. There's gear affinity says either way, it's extremely serious. It starts with the fever, a dryness of the throat. The Violiev. Writes back, looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. Oh, that is a great line. I forgot about that. <laughs> looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. That, I hope somebody said that line on the airplane. That would have been perfect. That is fantastic. That is, <laughs> oh man. Oh, there's a, uh, I, I don't know why this is, but KTLA, uh, I'm just looking up with the Google search of Delta flight diarrhea. And I just did an image search of that. Cause I figured, you know, you'd find some good, good little clips from that. And that's where I found the Reddit post. <laughs> but one of the thumbnail pics is Nancy Pelosi. And this is diarrhea disaster forces. Uh, which that's just, and it looks like in the photo, it looks like she has diarrhea. It looks like it's shooting out of her ass right now. I mean, she's got a grimace on her face. Like she might be running down that maybe, I mean, I don't believe it was Nancy Pelosi. They haven't reported that. I know the big news with her, it's probably in there because she just announced that at the young age of, I think it's like 83 or 84. Miss Pelosi, Mrs. Pelosi, I guess, uh, <laughs> Congresswoman Pelosi is uh, she's running for re-election because Lord knows we don't have enough geriatrics uh, running this country. That's just just not enough of them. There's uh, we definitely need more weekend at Bernie's situations going on. You know, like uh, I mean, I, I don't want to get on like into politics here. <laughs> just the fact that there's just so many old people. In office, that stay in office, you know both both sides of the aisle. You know you got Mitch McConnell freezing up. There's uh, Diane Feinstein, who apparently uh, just completely just seems racked by dementia. <laughs> just like I I think there's a few of them that are probably actually really dead, and that there probably is a legit weekend at Bernie's situation going on. They are clear. Somebody's back there. They've got aides that are just hoisting their corpses up not to be ageist I mean there are some that are in their 80s and whatnot, and that have their full faculties and that are, are reasonable but you know you know, may, perhaps there should be you know term limits just saying I don't know I mean McConnell keeps freezing up and he's been in office for like 40 years he's been in office for almost as long as I've been alive I can't imagine doing anything <laughs> that long. <laughs> Although, I mean, I've done this podcast for a little over one-fourth of that time. You know, maybe I'll end up doing it. It might be entertaining, though, if I get dementia and just keep doing this podcast. Who knows what I'll say? I mean, I might be shitting on a plane at that point, <laughs> running down the halls. That might be good or bad for entertainment. <laughs> 
Although, you know, it it's probably just be sad because I remember when Dick Clark uh his last um ringing it uh, rocking in the new year whatever uh I don't want to do an image search for this, but uh let's see here. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't spell Dick for some reason. Last New Year's. Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. That's what it was. Let's see here. Um <laughs> I mean it was it was terrible. If you saw that last one, it was twenty twelve. Uh holy fuck. I mean it was just it was just so terrible. Um it was, like in it he couldn't he couldn't speak anymore. He he had had a stroke, I guess. Or it was a massive heart attack. That's what it was. Uh, or no, no, a heart. Uh, I think it was a stroke that he'd come back after that. I could be wrong. Um, <clears throat> dear Lord, this is what uh, <laughs> back in t- 2012, after they had uh, the Hollywood Reporter mentioned it. So, uh. To give a little take of what what uh, people uh, thought about at the time, of course. I mean, he was. Uh, let's see what they have to say. For forty years, veteran broadcaster Dick Clark has helped Americans rock into the new year with his annual New Year's Rockin' Eve. Okay, okay, a heart attack is what killed him. Okay, Clark died on Wednesday at the age of eighty-two after suffering a massive heart attack. In his memory, the Hollywood Reporter takes a look back at five iconic moments. Oh, psh, damn it! <laughs> Uh, don't just give me the last one. Damn you. <laughs> that is, uh, that did not help me. You fuckers. Um, I, I'm not seeing a, uh, last one. Why is it? Damn you, you fuckers. It's anyway. I remember it v- enough that I could uh, go go over it. it. Basically, what it was, uh, <clears throat> you know, they have him on there. He had a stroke. I'm pretty sure it was a stroke. It was his last one. I'm pretty sure the last one he ever did. And it was they had him do the countdown. He couldn't even count, and he was saying the numbers out of order and shit. And it was like. It seemed wrong. Like, I don't know that, it, you know, maybe he thought. Because, like, he had a, you know, uh, took pride that he would never miss, like, the New Year's Eve, like, countdown and shit. And uh, the guy was, you know, from what I understand, a hard work. Like, he was constantly, constantly doing shit. He was, uh,. <clears throat> And I would imagine, you know, he was a pretty powerful uh, guy, and people were probably afraid to tell Dick no. <laughs> Sometimes you got to tell that Dick no. You know what I'm saying? Tell that Dick no. <laughs> oh, I picked the wrong time to stop sniffing glue. Anyway. <laughs> and, uh, uh, they, uh, yeah, as a man, I, I still fucking love that line. Anyway. Still, you know, the I have to wonder 
like when he did his last one. I mean, it was just horrible to watch. It was like painful to watch. Like I remember thinking, like, why, why? Is like, uh, did did he like push for it, or was it like no, or was it like the people around him, like, no, Dick, you gotta do it, you gotta do the, we need you, Dick. It's not Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve without Dick. We need the Dick. We need the Dick for rocking. And then you know, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> that uh. I don't, I don't know what that would uh would do. <laughs> um uh calling it, you know, telling you telling everybody you need the dick. Um but uh <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> uh Yeah, I don't I don't know if it was the people around him cuz it almost feels like people just pushed him out there and like we need you out there, dick. You're you're the face of this. People people we need the ratings, Dick. And uh you're how we get the rating. Oh, son of a bitch. We're you're how we get the ratings. People come to watch Dick. They want to watch the Dick. They want the D. They want the big D energy. And uh <laughs> he didn't bring it that time. I gotta say it was just rough. It was just sad to watch. And uh it, it felt like elderly abuse. It's like, it's like the same thing, you know, when you see these fucking senators, like, is it like there was uh, Dana Carvey and uh, David Spade have a, they do a podcast, which is quite frankly much better than this. I mean, you get stories on, uh, you know, SNL behind the scenes. They had Mike Myers on, which was really good. Uh, talking to Mike Myers. I actually listened to that full one. I haven't listened to full episodes on a lot of them. Um, that one was really good though. Uh and uh <clears throat> anywho, uh it was uh I I lost track. <laughs> David Spade. Oh yeah, they're talking about the uh all the Congress people and stuff, all the politicians that stay in office for, you know, like forty years. And the just like they're fucking geriatric, full of dementia. And uh, just, you know, it like it's got to be the greatest fucking thing in the world. Why would you continue to do that for that long? I mean. And their their little take on it was pretty fucking funny. They're just doing it's the greatest thing. (laughs) This is my. 30th term in office. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what exactly they were saying, but you know, I mean, they were, you know, much, much funnier about it, but, uh, it, it, I mean, it doesn't make it I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess when you have that, that power thing going on and you just, you, you gotta, you gotta keep the ride going, you know, you gotta keep chasing that dragon. You gotta keep shoving that needle in your arm. Uh, you gotta keep chasing the dick. That's, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know why. Why you'd want to be like paraded out in front of the public and like talk to your supporters and then just like clearly that you know you're spacing out, having some like uh, dementia and shit or uh, Alzheimer's sort of thing like kick in. I know you know it's famous like you know after he came out of office, it was well known, documented, I guess that uh, Ronald Reagan 
had uh, the the uh, Alzheimer's, and uh, it was like after he it got really bad after he was out of office. But I mean, people knew when he was in office, <laughs> and uh, you know, people just uh, I guess when you just have a lot of AIDS and shit, you can just like uh, just pass it off. It's like weekend at Bernie's. I don't, but you know, I don't I don't get it. I don't why would why would an old person want to do that? What's wrong with, you know, just, uh, I don't know. I mean, you don't have to retire. You can find other shit to do. <laughs> you don't have to determine what goes on, you know, that affects my life, you know. <laughs> like, you're clearly on the way out. Why are you concerned about making choices that affects all the people uh, below you <laughs> in age? You know, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's... uh. It just kind of seems to be the thing, politicians and all. Like it's, uh, you get in, you know, in your 30s or 40s and stay until you're, like, dead. And, uh, you know, that might be at 99 or 105. <laughs> but it's it's the way to go. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I feel like there was other shit I was going to talk about. Is uh, yeah, I mean... I uh, the Ahsoka last episode of Ahsoka was pretty good. I, I don't really have much to say about it. I I really enjoyed Ray Stevenson, uh, in there, and it sucks knowing that you know this is this is, I'm about to see the last. I mean I I haven't seen that much of Ray Stevenson stuff, but I you know I did enjoy a few of the things he's done. I believe uh, he was on Dexter, I do believe, right? I I want to say. <laughs> I say that I feel like he was uh as uh oh Yeah, he was on Dexter. That's right. He was on Dexter. Which um I I still haven't seen like the newer episodes of Dexter. I hope it did uh bring the show back because you know I liked the earlier seasons of Dexter and uh, I liked a lot of the people on it Ray Stevenson was uh, good in there as uh, John Lithgow really good in Dexter but then uh, that the way they wrapped it up was fucking terrible the original ending to that show (sighs) but uh, his Punisher holy shit Um, that shit was good that shit was really good. As uh, I w- ah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that Punisher here soon. The Punisher uh, War Zone, 2008. Yeah, it was a, it was a minute ago, but uh, <clears throat> it was pretty fantastic. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there, and it's kind of funny. I thought YouTube, I should mention, I thought YouTube fucked up the show for me via thumbnails. <laughs> and uh, I was just watching, because uh, I, uh, you know, I watch a lot. I I watch more YouTube than anything else. I don't have, I haven't had normal television in over a decade. I haven't had cable or normal te- television, really. Oh, well, uh, occasionally I'd have like an antenna hooked up half-ass rigged up to pick up like football games here and there 
I haven't done that in a long time either. But point I was making is that, uh, yeah, YouTube is where I get, get all my shit, basically. I'll watch television, but it's off of YouTube, basically. And uh, so, yeah, uh, I watch like some of the Nerdist and they have sometimes they'll have theory videos and stuff on there. Um, and, uh, screen crush is one I watch. I mean, I watch, I've subscribed to, I don't know how many YouTube channels. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> and, uh, been on there for, for over a decade. <laughs> I don't remember when I started really getting into YouTube, but it's been a long time. And, uh, <sighs> Yeah, the Screen Crush, I think, is the maybe one of the ones. There's Star Wars Theory. Like, he's a big YouTuber that talks nothing but Star Wars. Um, And he had the Darth Vader fan uh, film, which was really good. But uh, anyway, I think it might have been Screen Crush. I, I watch a lot of stuff where, it, like, I like the deep... Sometimes I'll be like, just, you know, when I'm bored. And if it pops up in my feed, I'll be like, oh, there's Easter eggs on uh, this Marvel show or hey, this Star Wars episode. Let's see what I missed. Let's see what the, you know, what's hidden in there that I, I didn't quite catch. And, uh, you know, I don't I haven't read, all the, read any of the Star Wars novels. <laughs> I was, could make it sound like I almost I had read some. I was going to be like, I haven't read all of them. I haven't read any of them. <laughs> My knowledge of EU is basically what I've heard other YouTubers talk about and talk about the Thrawn novels and stuff. I know a li- a li- about the books because I've heard other people talk about them <laughs> or I've read like Wikipedia stuff about them, whatever. I haven't read the books. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm not going to pick up on a lot of the shit, but I've seen pretty much everything Star Wars when it comes to, uh, you know, fucking cartoons, movies, shows, whatever. Yeah, I've seen all the Ewok movies. Saw the droid cartoons, like the original ones back in the day. I There's like a... I haven't seen, like, quite all the cartoons. There was like the one that's, like, based in the... Uh, Disney Ray trilogy era uh, stuff with like Poe Dameron and stuff. And I tried to get into that. I don't remember the name of that one, but as I was watching it, I realized, but I am way too old for the uh, demographic they're trying to appeal to. This is, <laughs> and I just couldn't give it. It's all. And I'll watch some of the, you know, the Star Wars cartoons, but you know, they like rebels and clone wars. Like you can be an adult and watch them and be fine. You don't want to gouge your eye out with an uh, ice pick. You know, it's, you don't feel quite so, <laughs> or like you're a creeper uh, sitting outside a uh, elementary school parking lot. Anything like that. You know, you don't, <laughs> it's perfectly fine. There's great stories and uh, they're, they're entertaining. And, you know, so I know like the backstory on Ahsoka and stuff because she was Dave Filoni created her uh, in Clone Wars. And uh, there was the movie, uh, movie two, which I don't remember if the movie came out before the show did. But there was the animated movie, of course. <clears throat> but it's been a long time. You know, my memory sucks. I'm old. 
but yeah, so I'll watch those videos just to get an idea of like, ooh, what are, what what are the Easter eggs in here? What are, what are they hiding? What are they hiding? Did I miss something? But I when I get involved in like the theories, that shit's when like there was the stuff on Merrick, which was the Inquisitor on the uh, the Ahsoka. He's got the uh, spinning blade and stuff, lightsaber. And uh, clearly he was an Inquisitor. That's an Inquisitor blade he's got. And uh, there was all these theories that, uh, and there was so many YouTubers. The theory stuff drives drives me crazy, although I jokingly like to give theories out. (laughs) It used to be my thing to say that my theory was like Jar Jar was going to somehow be involved in pretty much everything. (laughs) Uh, Basically, I guess my way of making fun of YouTuber theories and just internet theories in general. Anyway, although there are internet theories out there that Jar Jar is a Sith, Sith Lord, so I mean, I wasn't the only one to think everything Jar Jar. I know. <laughs> Back when Fiener was still with us and uh he hated Jar Jar so much that every this is why I would usually when I would try to spoil like Star Wars like when the new ones were coming out, I'd be like uh or I'm going to spoil it for you. I'm like, shut up, no. And then I'd start talking about Jar Jar. And he would, like, every time, he'd, like, <laughs> he'd, like, buy, buy the fact that he wouldn't get the, the fact that I was fucking with him. But he would, like, really start, with, like, oh, fucking Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, yeah. What can I say? I enjoy being a, a troll under a bridge. Anyway. Yeah. Um, there was theories on Maroc being uh, Ezra Bridger, which is the uh, Jedi, if you ever watch Rebels. Spoiler alert, if you haven't. Um, at the end, uh, he uh, gets sent to another galaxy with Admiral Thrawn. And like the Ahsoka uh, series, if you've you know been watching it, the, the whole thing is that uh, the... Imperials or former Imperials, I don't know what you want to consider them now, um, are trying to find Thrawn because they want to uh, bring him back and they want the Empire to come back. They want to take it back, take the power back like Rage against the Machine, you know? And, uh, of course, um, Sabine Wren who was, you know, one of the main characters in Rebels. And uh, Ahsoka was also in uh, a few of the Rebels episodes. Uh, uh, Ahsoka is just trying to stop Thrawn. But, like, uh, Sabine, she she wants to bring Ezra back. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I totally lost why I was talking about that. But, oh, yeah, the the theory was that yeah, Marak was Ezra and that uh, I forgot the name of the... Uh, character the actress plays in Ahsoka but she's uh one of the night sisters uh one of the uh, witches there uh uh from Dathomir the planet where uh Darth Maul originated from and the uh they have their uh, magic that uh <coughs> they use apparently I bring well I bring that up cuz Merrick um at the end Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen <laughs> the last episode of Ahsoka. It's going to ruin that. Shut this off. 
they uh, it was it was very reminiscent of not only well before I get to that there, not only did they uh, there was YouTubers like confident it was Ezra Bridger that uh, oh the Night Sister basically had him under a spell and that uh, he was uh, you know doing her bidding or whatever and also that just maybe Thrawn turned him to the dark side and that you know maybe he which happens in star wars jedi get turned to the dark side that's generally you know who becomes sith they usually were former jedi and uh there's the theory you know all these people are just certain that it was ezra and then there was also a theory that they were so certain that uh it was the character star killer from the uh video game series uh star wars force unleashed and uh, which I played one or two. I don't remember which one I played. I played one of them. And uh, he ended up being, you know, Starkiller was uh, Darth Vader's apprentice at one point. Or he was like a, he was a, there was, I don't know. There's some crazy stories about Starkiller. I haven't played every Star Wars game. I've played a lot of Star Wars games. And like, I know, I used to know the whole story to Force Unleashed, but like, there's a lot going on there. Um, I haven't played all of the Force Unleashed games, and I don't even think I played all of the one that I did play. <laughs> to be honest, you know. Although sometimes I like to go on and watch YouTube videos of, of Star Wars games I haven't played, just so I know the story. <laughs> anyway, Sam Witwer, who's the voice of Darth Maul in uh, in the movies. He was, and I think he did them in in the Clone Wars and such, I believe as well. But like he was, uh, he didn't do the uh, live action. He wasn't in in the flesh, Darth Maul, but he voiced him in like in the Phantom Menace. And uh, man, I, I want I want another return of Darth Maul in the flesh. That'd be so great. Uh, as uh. That would be, oh. you know, Ray Park was, of course, the actor that was in the flesh, but he didn't voice him. They, it was Sam Sam Witwer. Uh, <coughs> was the uh, oh man, Ray Park is Scottish. I was thinking he was like Australian or something. I could have swore he, <laughs> I feel, but could have swore his accent seems like it's not. Uh, gosh. Anyway, um, Sam Witwer was the voice, as uh, you know, uh, Ray Park was the uh, was the body. It's like uh, uh Nightmare on Elm Street two. Uh, Freddy is like you've got the body and I've got the brains. <laughs> so I guess Park was the body. Witwer's was the brains. <laughs> anyway. In the credits to at least one of the Ahsoka episodes, Sam Witwer was accredited as a voice, and he was also, I believe, the voice for, of Starkiller, if I if I'm not mistaken. He is. Uh, he's done a lot of voice acting. Um. Where is uh? Ba, ba, ba. Do, do, do. He he's an American, by the way. <laughs> uh, 
what the hell? It's not even mentioned. I'm looking at his Wikipedia, and it's not even mentioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Starkiller in Force Unleashed. Um, and, uh, oh, man, yeah, he's done a lot of voice work. Dude's a legend as far as voice actors are concerned. He's a good-looking dude, too. I feel like he should, you know, he should be doing more live-action shit. Although, I would imagine, you know, it's probably a lot easier to just fucking do voice acting, man. You go in. You don't have to get dressed up. You just fucking sit in a chair and record. You don't have to worry about, like, what what are my hands doing? What's my mouth doing? What are my eyes? (laughs) You just go in and just fucking have a blast with it and record. You'd be sitting there in your underwear. Do it at home. Send in the vid- the audio. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, they saw his name in the credits, all these internet sleuths. And then they were like, well, Maroc is obviously Starkiller. And uh, Sam Witwer recently was, did some kind of YouTube video. There were, he was doing some kind of live stream or something. Maybe it was on Instagram. I don't know what it was on. But uh, somebody had asked him about it, and he was <laughs> like his name being there, and he had forgotten that he worked on the show. It was like, oh, yeah, I did work on the show. <laughs> like, he didn't clarify what he did on the show. And so, oh, he's a musician as well. Hmm. Um. But, uh, yeah, he... Uh, people immediately assume like, Oh, it's star killer. So there's all these YouTubers like it's 100%. It's proven. It's star killer. And then the great part is I felt like Ryan Johnson came back to direct an episode of Ahsoka because <laughs> spoiler alert, Ahsoka just like sliced Merrick in the chest, which of course, maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's not dead. Seems pretty dead. You know, star Wars dead. Darth Maul got sliced in two. Survive that shit. Um, so there's been worse. The you know, the, I mean, hell, Emperor Palpatine. I guess he was sort of cloned. I don't remember how exactly they brought him back, and uh, they were like cloning him or whatever to bring him back. But they brought him back after him being blown up inside the Death Star. So <laughs> anything's possible in the Star Wars galaxy. In that galaxy far, far away. And uh, so maybe he is, <laughs> which I guess even if they they did kill him, he could have still been Starkiller or something. There's no way to know at this moment. Um, But it, it felt almost like the moment in uh, Last Jedi, which I did not like the film, um, where they... they c- they did all this build up to who Snoke was. And then and that he was just the big bad. The super big bad. This guy's gonna be so much worse than any villain you've ever seen in Star Wars. And then Kylo Ren just cuts him in half. <laughs> <laughs> no reveal to who he is or anything. Then you just find out he's just some kind of fucking clone. <laughs> he's a he was a nobody. And uh I feel like that was basically, although with Merrick, there was no really build up. It was just a mysterious character that appeared to be an Inquisitor. <laughs> but it had kind of the vibes of that. Although I kind of enjoyed this one when they, they killed Merrick. And then, like, uh, we didn't find out who he was. 
Although I feel like maybe we will find out. And maybe, of course, he's not dead. But when he died, of course, this might help with theories, but like a big green smoke came out of him, which would imply that the Night Sisters imbued him with some sort of magic. Like they did Darth Maul's brother. Uh, I forgot his name. <laughs> but in the uh, Clone Wars series, they... Uh, uh, the Night Sisters, or whatever, uh, you know, get made him stronger and bigger and 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 better, and uh, yeah. And then when he died, like green smoke came out, and he went back to his like original form. But maybe that was just the the magic coming out of him, and not him not dying. Who knows? But uh, I was <laughs> I was really concerned. That it was going to be Ezra inside there. And they're like, man, I wish I wouldn't have fucking. And it was just like a thumbnail initially when I saw that. And then I oh, son of a bitch. And you watch one video where they talk about it. And it shows up all like for your feed for just a little bit. Well, just nothing but videos of that. It's like, you sons of bitches in your algorithm. Uh, and uh Yeah. But uh, that's that's really of all I've got tonight. As a, I'm, a, I'm afraid if I don't shut up now, it's not going to happen. I'll be here all night. <laughs> so, uh, as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.